Hi everybody, this is Elijah Wilson and today we'll be on podcast four of the five podcast series dealing with major depression and today's topic we'll be talking about depression and how it has some type of connection, well not some type of major connection to a lot of drug use and drug abuse in the United States. Now what do I mean by this? You know, there's been a quite big trend of adolescents and young adults and the promotion of drug use and the awareness of drug use also. So the only time that people really try to intervene when it comes to drug use is when it is being abused and it is having a complete spiral effect on an individual or the people around them. I'm coming to talk about the effects of a few drugs, but the main one that I want to get into is marijuana. And why do I say that? It's because there is an ongoing debate on if marijuana use should be banned or if it should be allowed in the United States. Now, over the course of 10 plus years, the marijuana use has gone up. It's now becoming a trendy item. One, you know, back then it was more of a sneak. Now it's not really a sneak. You have dispensaries in different states. It's being allowed. You can get a card for different conditions to use the marijuana, so there are beneficial factors of it. Would it be beneficial for depression? That's the question at hand. I personally believe that it would be. Why? Because there are different strands of marijuana. You have some that are more for uppers, and then you have some more that's just more or less going to calm you down and relax you. So, the one that is very common that you can get, especially in hookahs, is THC. And with that, I believe that that one is just supposed to smooth you out and relax you. It's, you know, not harsh on the body, and it doesn't have risky, long-lasting effects like some of these over-the-counter prescriptions that are prescribed to you from, you know, a psychiatrist or a therapist. I think for anybody who just wants to feel better but does not want to go through the process of feeling numb like most prescriptions would do or most medicines will, that that would be a good alternative. A lot of times people will not go and seek help for anything of that nature is because a lot of times the medicine that they give, it really just stops your world. And why do I say stop your world? I've grown up with many people who suffered from mental illness, whether it ranges from depression on to bipolar and schizophrenia. And in each case, no matter what it was, There was more than one medication that had to be trialed and used on the individual because of the chemical makeup and the effects the medicine had with the person. 
Some made them too excited. Some activated anxiety along with what they had going on. Some of them made them drowsy and not want to be, you know, interactive with anything or anybody. So I say that to say that um, it may be much better for a person if they can have something that wouldn't discourage them from seeking an alternative alternative to therapy. And to me, honestly, if I needed medicine, I would definitely try to do the, the herbal way and not go and seek harsh medicines because it can really mess up a person's body, especially if you already have pre-existing conditions. So I speak on that. And then you have a much more dangerous alternative like heroin, LSD, you have, you know, meth and everything else in the book, which is extremely dangerous. And you see the rates of death from the overdose of these drugs coming way too often. And if, you know you don't believe it, just look at some of these celebrities that have died over a drug overdose. One of my cases that I love to tell people when they, you know, they like to make comments about, you know, how they don't need help and they can stop at any time. I'm like, so did Amy Winehouse, a beautiful singer, lovely. But when she made the song about rehab and how she wouldn't go and seek help, I tell people that should have been a wake-up call, and everybody around her tried to help her, but at that point, it seemed as if it was too late. So, if it was too late for her, and she had the resources, and she had the money, and she could seek the help, then what real hope does that have for someone who doesn't have the kind of resources that she had? Which is why that I say we need to come together as a community to open up our options and make it more of a topic that can be more comfortable to talk about because it's it's frowned upon. People are looked at differently for having these types of disorders and disabilities and, well, not disabilities, these mental illnesses, and it's not their fault. And it always seems as if it's their fault. And in the song, she says, how they try to make her go and she said no and she thinks that she's fine but really she wasn't and it's because everybody wants you to just be fine when it's much deeper than that and I think that there should be more of a comfort and a safe space for people to go to, not saying that there isn't, but it's not advertised. You you won't find it advertised. You have to do some real searching and digging and looking, and that shouldn't be the case. So if that's not advertised, but drugs are advertised, marijuana, heroin, and all this other stuff, whether it be good news or bad news, it is put out there. It is put out there all the time. It is put out there in the news, on social media, on Instagram, in these dispensaries, you know, all these different things, these YouTubers and Instagram influencers going to the dispensaries, trying different strands of the marijuana, trying different strands of all these different 
herbal herbal relaxers. You know, it that is what I mean where we have to do the same for the all around and not just for that because for a lot of people it's not just a fun thing to do it actually is their escape and if we don't come together to try to change it where will this world be in the next 10 years 